What's up, guys? Welcome to the Take a Load Off podcast, episode two. My co-host Wayne here with me. Wade. Way up. Way up. Sorry. Get, get it right. Oh, Lord. Well, we're back with episode two. We gotta wait. What? We gotta wait. What are we waiting for? <laughs> I have to take a literal load off. <laughs> Again. Like, as soon as we started talking, it hit my butthole. It was, like, hot. <laughs> bro, go get you an ice cube to go wipe with. You need that, bro. Some icy hot. <laughs> this is a trailer. <laughs> What's up, guys? Um... Welcome back for episode two of Take a Load. Welcome back. For the second go around. Um, Why is it every week we have to get ready? There's something that happens. <laughs> um, I mean, this is only our second What one. you just witnessed or maybe just listened to was actually our first take of episode two. We began and um, I, I messed up and ate some Pocky chips today. And if you ever had Pocky chips, you might know what I'm talking about. But it just randomly hit me, and I knew I was not going to make it through this hour episode and not have to go. Well, I'm I'm really glad that you decided that you needed to go. But then, so we got the video that you just watched, and then all of a sudden, be careful with that. All of a sudden, P-Dog, P-Dog, everybody can hear you today. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. What up, y'all? You guys can hear P-Dog. P-Dog goes, I'm over there doing something. His belly just goes, and I'm like, what was that? He goes, I think it's those chips. And then he, you walked in, and then he just got up and left. <laughs> and, I, and I'm over here going, thank God for my pinched intestine and my hernia right now. Cause, oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to let Wayne. Wayne, what load you been carrying this week? Uh, so Sunday, I was perfectly fine. Um, and went to bed. It was fantastic. I mean, I played pickleball on Saturday, so I didn't do anything too crazy. Woke up Monday morning in pain. I was hurting. I mean, y'all saw me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. Monday, it was Monday. Monday night, we do uh, converge. converge. If you haven't listened to our first episode, we do a little campus ministry. Yeah. And uh, and it, 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 I was hurting. I was in pain. I, I could barely put on those new Jordans that I got. You know, shout out to the new Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then Tuesday came around. I talked to my sister Monday night and kind of explained. She goes, "Okay, you're good." You, His sister's a doctor. She's a way. doctor, uh, a real doctor, like an MD, yeah, like yeah. physician, and. Um, and she goes, okay, well, you got to Wednesday. And so monitored on Tuesday, sent some pictures of my poops to her so she could, <laughs> she could check it out, make sure I was, you know, really good, told me it looked great. Um, and it then, looked great? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Was, she, was, was she was talking about how our poops should look. She said it should look like peanut butter. That's what she said it should look like. Moving on. And Moving so, on. People I can't, don't want to I hear can't this. eat peanut butter anymore. Um so then uh, Wednesday came. I woke up yesterday in even more pain. So then I decided to go to the urgent med, went in there. They took an x-ray. They walk, the guy walks in and goes, well, you're going to have to have surgery. And I immediately was like, what? And he goes, you have a uh, – your intestines about to tear because it's in a hernia. So I guess there's a, a tear in my abdominal wall that it's pushing my intestine kind of through, pinching it. And if I don't get it taken care of, it could tear my – I don't know. So anyways, I go to the doctor. Went today a little bit and then go tomorrow to get consulted to have surgery next week. So – we're praying you do all right through uh, the yeah. week. I want whatever's best for you, but I really hope we can make it through the weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because where are we going? Where are we going this weekend? The ATL. We hitting the ATL. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be hurting. Coy's gonna be my driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. He gonna be pulling me up the front. The the. Everyone's gonna think who's this guy who thinks he's all that in a bag of chips <laughs> when you drop me off at the front and then you go park the car. And I'm like, it's at Passion City this weekend. Yeah, we're going to be at Passion City. It's going to be exciting. So, yeah, anyways, that's the load I'm carrying. I got to get surgery. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, by the way, uh, rumor on the street is um, about this surgery. I'm not going to be able to drive for two weeks, so I might need some drivers. Do you, I mean, you pay in? Well, am I going to pay? Koi, if you need I mean, a, I'll do it out of the kindness of my heart. If you needed a driver, asking. I would yeah, yeah, drive yeah. Okay, you. Okay, I'll drive you. I'll drive you. Did you hear this guy? <laughs> are you paying? Last week, he's, last week he's, are you going to, you want to run my social media? I'll pay you. What if I run your social for the time being and then you can. Well, I think what we're going to do is we're just going to run off of the social for the podcast for a while and then I'll yeah. launch my own personal. So Yeah, you want, yeah, I feel you. So anyway, so that's the load I'm carrying. What load are you carrying this week? Uh. Other than I, the one you just released, yeah, that one that was. Don't eat the pocky chips. Um, sorry, pocky. We don't want them as a sponsor. Um, but that actually might make sense. I mean, they taste really good. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. Anyways, just uh, I think really just been struggling with like some shame and guilt Ooh. this week. Just Dang. uh, I don't know. It's it's hard when you uh when you give in to things you don't really want to give in to sometimes. Yeah. So. Dang. Well, take that load off, man. Yeah. We're gonna probably talk about that here. In His a second. joke is easy. Jokey's easy. Come on, somebody. But so that's uh that's what we've been carrying this week. I don't know what you've been carrying, what load you're carrying, but we'd love to know. Somehow reach out to us, whether it's through it's Wayo or hopefully on Instagram soon. Um we're just starting off. This is just episode two. Yeah. Bear with us. Bear, Bear with, with us. us. Be faithful, guys. I know. Hang hang with us. Hang with us. Oh, uh, by the way, Master King Cobra is ready to come onto the podcast. Be bannerful. We watched the. Oh, he's mad that you gave away his identity. <laughs> he's he's so mad. I let him so, go to me about here. So I said, "You'll have to wait till the podcast." But he's mad you gave away his identity. But they watched the episode. They're excited. Travis and Spring said they're in with Master King Cobra. But I'm I'm thinking maybe we just do an episode with Master King Cobra and, and then, then do an then. episode. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but anyway, so but we decided today. Last week we talked about rest. If you didn't listen to last yeah. week's podcast, you should probably go listen to it. It's really good. Um, we couldn't really decide on a topic for today. We couldn't. So we decided we were going to call somebody. So who do I call? When you need someone to talk to. I call my girlfriend. Your girlfriend. And so, so we're going to see. We, we have no idea what the topic is. We told her is. to think about it. She's had like 30 minutes now. She's had to 30 think minutes. About her topic. Supposed to be she's 15. She's texting me. She's got something she's got to be at. So we're going to call her real quick. Um, and it makes you put her up to the mic. So yeah, I got can. you. Hey, Mike, can you hear me good? Yeah. Can you hear this good? The, the phone? Okay. Everything sounds good. Hi. Okay. Hey, you're you are, live. You are live on speaker right now on the podcast. I am live on speaker. Okay. Who are you with? Huh? Who are you with? I'm with Shelby Kristoff. Shelby Kristoff and yeah. Anna Grace Myers. Welcome shout to the podcast. Shout out to you girls at LU. Liberty University. Go Flames. Liberty. Yeah. Go Flames. <laughs> Oh, I'm okay, going to write three. these down. Uh, well, we're going to give you one, but just pick a number one through three. Oh. Pick a number. Oh, wow. P-Dog, pick a number one pick through three. Too much pressure. Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a solid number two. Palmer got number two. Okay, number two, babe. What is it? Number two. Okay. Number Your two. <laughs> Are you that one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, how does yeah. denying yourself lead to true to follow Jesus? To follow Jesus. True joy and not contempt. 
follow wait oh gosh denying yourself to follow jesus lead to true joy yeah and not contempt okay that's a good one could you just tell us what the other ones were just because i'm I'm interested curious now yeah, because yeah, yeah. we might use them for future topics. Okay, okay. Um, the first one is, how do you practice Christian hospitality in the context of being a college student? Oh, wow. Uh-huh. That, we might go off of that one. I like that. And then the third one is, what is the importance of solitude as a spiritual discipline, and what does that practically look like? Oh my gosh! Uh, that These was are thinking back off of last week too. Yeah, too. rest and solitude. Yeah. Maybe should, that one is good. But this one, how do you how do you follow Jesus, leading the true joy and not contempt? Like in denying yourself. Yeah, we pick might up use your the other cross. two for future topics as well. Wow! Yeah. All right. All right. Good All right. Guys. Thanks, Thanks, friend. Babe. Bye. I love you. Oh, that's cute. You said bye. I love you. Well, I always say it's so cute. Koi out here. All right, so Koi are today. Sorry if I was cringe, guys. Yeah, it might have been cringe. How does denying yourself to follow Jesus lead to true joy and not contempt? All right, Wayne, what you got for us? I was going to see what what do you think first before I I even get out here. Like, I'm going to pull up some scripts. So you tell me, what you thinking? I don't even know where to start with that one. What'd you say? What do you... I'm like I literally like don't know. What does your mind go? What do you? What does your mind go to when you think like contempt? Hmm. I mean, not satisfied. Okay. So you know, dissatisfaction esque. You know, I I think yeah, yeah, despising. Okay, so she's saying, yeah. Oh, I lost it. How do you? How how does denying yourself? lead to true joy in following Christ rather than despising and getting upset or is this not the right decision? Like, you know? Like fighting it. Yeah, and getting mad. I mean, what is it? The the contempt means the state of mind of one who despises, disdain, you know, lack of respect or reverence for something. So it, ooh, so what what do you think in that? So how does... From a college denying perspective, yourself denying yourself to follow Jesus lead to true joy and not contempt. Yeah. Um, I don't. I just think when you when you truly realize like the freedom and the freedom that there is when you kind of let yourself go. Yeah. And just kind of trust the Holy Spirit when you can learn how to just give it to the Holy Spirit and just trust Him. Mm-hmm. That that's where you find. Like I know that I'm just kind of restating the question, but I think that that's that is. That's where you find. And I know for me personally, like that's, I can say that like letting go of like me trying to do things yeah, and saying like, Holy Spirit, like I'm surrendering like this. I can't do this. Yeah. Like there, there's freedom. There's joy in that. Yeah. So we're the object of this text. Obviously she got it from Matthew 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciple, anyone wishes to come after me, which assuming not just this isn't just following after like this isn't just like come and follow me this is yeah. like you're going after me because like he's pursuing he, me well even not just coming i'm saying in, in like a, a time of like okay if you're gonna come after me to the heavens if you're gonna follow me yeah not just eternal not just in not just a present but in an eternal way he must deny himself and take up a cross and follow me 
So like, if you're going to come after me, if you're going to hunt me down, you're going to track me down. That's where she got this text. There's also other places. Um, and, and uh, this one came up with it of Daniel chapter one, when we said, but yeah, Daniel yeah. made him made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the King's choice or with the wine that he drank. He sought permission for the commander of the officials is what we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, so how does following Jesus lead to true joy and not contempt, not being mad or angry? I think the first thing is obviously going to be, are you truly under the authority of God and his word? I think everything comes back first to God's word. And I think it comes to believing in Christ. Faith comes through hearing the word of God. True belief in God's word is true belief in God himself because it's his word. Yeah. If that is true and you truly believe and trust in the word of God, I think that's the first way of experiencing joy and not contempt because you know that the word of God is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, that it is good for you. Uh, we read this the other day, and I think, what is it, First Timothy 3.16, when it was talking about the the word of God is good in, in, in teaching and reproofing and correcting uh, it's profitable in teaching and reproofing, correcting, and training in righteousness for every good work to be equipped for every I, good work. I think I know what your answer to this question is going to be, but w- what would you say to someone who asked, um, like, how do I how do I trust? How do I believe the word? Like, how does that? Belief in God himself and his word? Yes. I mean, that's that comes through a moment where in John 3, 16, it says— um, when he was explaining, you know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. But you go back John 3, like 7, he's talking to Nicodemus and he says, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is reborn of water and spirit. And so there has to be a moment where the spirit moves and repentance happens where then your eyes are opened to be able to assure and see the kingdom of God or really to know the, the true belief in God's word and to see it. Because I think there, Jordan B. Peterson the man uses the Bible as a the like a moral code. Teaches classes, uses yeah, the yeah, Bible, yeah. doesn't profess Jesus as Savior. So I think there is the the common grace of people can assume and receive something from God's Word that is beneficial to their life because again, it's life giving, it's living. So I mean, people can see it, but the transformational power for someone to live in true joy only comes from having that 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 well, obviously. I think it's in Ezekiel where it says he gives us a heart of changes our hearts of stone for our hearts of flesh. So that has to happen, which is the washing of the water, the repenting and the spirit moving. You know, the spirit is a catalyst in belief in God. So like the spirit moves. A lot of times you might be at a camp or something and it might be the first time that you've experienced. So I think the first way to answer the big question is how does someone following Jesus, you know, experience true joy, not contempt is trusting in the word of God and then letting that be the sole authority over your life. Because if it's not, you know, if, if this is why I always, I believe this, if the word of God is not the true authority over your life, your feelings will be. Yeah. 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 I think if it's not, then your heart is. Yeah. If, 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 if it's not, then, then flesh definitely is. Cause I don't think there can be a balance between the no, two. No. And, and so it, when she's saying the when she asked the question about contempt, your heart is going to live in contempt always apart yeah. from Christ. Like you're always going to be dissatisfied. You're always going to be, you know, 
it might be towards yourself or to God. You, there might be, you know, when, when, when the word of God is truly at the center of your life. And I think this is why you've probably seen a change in our ministry recently of just how much of the word of God we're getting in, or even just experience the summer of how much we were in God's word in the summer. Like, this generation, this young generation, the end of my generation, the beginning of your generation, like it is it is desiring to be in something deep, not watered down. Yeah. Like we're moving away from the topical, you know, three point sermons. I think it's definitely moving away from like what we touched on last episode to where it's like a almost like a a cultural Christianity. Yeah. If that makes sense. To where it's oh, like yeah. A, uh, I don't know, like I don't know how you would phrase it, like a popular Christianity. It's definitely moving away from like a church on Sunday type of, yeah. If that makes sense, like just church on Sunday and then where people just yeah, where people just kind of check off the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to church. You know, you might go to. I call this um, the 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 that what kind of the idea the moralistic therapeutic yeah. deism where it's like people go to church for really three reasons. It's one they want to get good morals. Two, it's therapy to them. Yeah. Like it makes them feel good. Sometimes they'll go to a church where the pastor's not theologically sound, like puff you up, make you better than what you yeah, think yeah. you are. So there's like this therapy side of it. There's actually good. a lot of science behind that as yeah. well. Like the whole dopamine release and yeah. everything else in that. And then the deism part where it's you you go um, because you have a belief in God. You know, there's this, uh, your idea, your mind is attesting yes there's a yeah. god but your heart isn't believing fully and i can so. honestly say that's where i was until like i got to college were you checking it off it, no it was like yeah it was like i was checking it off and it was like uh i but like if you'd have asked me yeah i said yeah i believe in god yeah but i wasn't really like pursuing him in any type of way pursuing yeah. a relationship with it was like i believed him that was about it yeah and think about when you started to change could you have seen yourself were you you see, there's a switch in your your uh, your story somewhere, right? That you're like, okay, yeah, I went it, from the first time I attended Converge, actually. <laughs> oh, and um, would you say that things got easier immediately right after? No, not at all. So, and actually, I would probably say much harder. There was since then. It's was there a lot of like inwardly kind of like like a war, like a, a war, like a tug was, of war inside of me. Yeah, yeah. And so you're that that would I think that is the kind of where we are in the question of you're battling joy and contempt. Yeah. Of like, uh, I, I know God is good. There is joy. I've seen and glimpsed it. I've felt it. You felt it, yeah. but now, but there's also like, how could this, you there's know, earthly things uh, denying myself, yeah. you know, like what? And so to get hating, there, like hating my mother and father, what? You, you remember that, and in John, when he says, "Anyone who doesn't hate their mother or father, yeah, and cannot come after," I've heard you preach on that several yeah. times. I think, where, yeah, where he's saying, if you if you don't hate your mother and father, you can't be my disciple. Yeah, and what Jesus isn't saying, he's not being literal. For you go, out there yeah, he's not being saying. He's not saying go hate them. What he is saying is, your love for me should look like hate for others. Yeah, that you should love me so much that if some like you would be like, oh, that. Have you ever? Uh, I, I thought about this the other day when we even think about this. So first of all, first part of this topical, we're, we're talking, answering the question. I think the first part is you have to have a firm rooted to experience joy. There has to be, again, 
You sit under the authority of God's word and have trust in God's word because you will not experience true joy apart from Christ himself. And that is mostly experiencing that joy in God's word that speaks freedom, that speaks peace, that takes a um, takes a, 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 a sinner like me but brings me into his righteousness. That's the, the beginning. But joy is not an experience. It is a fruit of joy, yeah. peace that has to be grown. So and 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 nurtured in the Lord, you know, John fifteen, pruned yeah. by God. So I think that's the first thing. Now going to kind of a you know a sub topic on this of the hate your mother and father speech of Jesus saying, okay, a part of it is you know obeying the commands of Christ, obeying God's word. Yeah, I mean you got to go from knowing it and trusting it to obeying it and following it because. Knowing it and trusting it is half of it. Yeah. You know, it, uh, what is it in James? I think it's in James. Don't be just hearers of the word of God, but be doers. You know, it's like a man who goes to a mirror and then forgets what he saw. It's like I can read and, yeah. and, and trust in my heart and yeah. know that like where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, yeah. for example. But tomorrow I can go and yell at some guy in a parking lot. Yes. And that, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think it's, again, it goes into the, okay, knowing it, fruit is grown. It goes through seasons. It goes through events. It goes through experiences. And in that, there are different things that God will prune. And we have to remind ourselves in that, okay, so I'm hearing and trusting in the word of God, but I also want to obey and practically live it out. The trusting and hearing and obeying God it requires grace. Mm-hmm. The fact that we could even be sinners and know a good God and mm-hmm. know a gracious, like that's grace. But then the living it out and the practical also requires grace Yeah, because you're not going to do it perfect every time. No. You know, you're not going to get it right on the first time. We talked about last week, our podcast, being a podcast and doing it's not going to be. This is the, not perf- far from perfect. No, it's not going to be the hundredth podcast. Like we had to hold up a phone to the <laughs> to the microphone so you could hear what someone said. Like you're, it's not going to be perfect. But what it is, is it's not your, your, your intention is, okay, I heard it. I've, I've, I'm trusting it now. I want to apply it and I want to live it. Yeah. It's the, atten- the the intention of that, of like, I'm going to devote myself to say, okay, Lord, I want to, I want to live this out this week, you yeah. know, and practically walk it out. I think maybe even gauge that down to like today. Yes. Like it's more of a day by day than week by week. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like, I think yes. if you want to go smaller with that, it's like, well, how do I, I live this out today. Oh, I think you, I think you should only be focused on today. Yeah. It's give me, I know me personally, like when I like, like personal struggles wise, when I'm thinking about like things that I'm struggling with or maybe like thoughts I'm having or anything like that. It's like when I'm thinking about how, like I'm going to do good this week or I'm going to do good for the next few months. I kind of lose focus of today. Oh yeah. Is how was to, it's like I said on, on Monday, I said, your thought and your prayer should be Lord. What waking up in the morning and praying? Okay, Lord, how do you want to use me today? Yeah. Like how, how do you want to, and I think it's the same thing when coming in God's word. It's like, Lord, reveal truth to me for today. Yeah. Like help me get through today. The well, Lord, I think it, like in Matthew, I can't think of, hold up, hold up. Keep, keep talking. 
Well, I think, I mean, the now is when he, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. That's what I was trying to go to. Oh, yeah. He he talks about, you know, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has its own worries. Yeah. Today is what we're, okay. Today has enough worries of its own or something like that. And Not verbatim. Yeah, don't don't quote us yeah. on this. We're okay. Again, like we said last time, you should go listen to episode one. We answer the question: What qualifies us to do this podcast? So go listen to that and hear us. But, but yes, why would you? You it's you don't know what tomorrow holds. No, we don't even know that we have tomorrow. Exactly. So how do you prepare for something you don't know or you're guaranteed? Yeah, you don't. You you today you exactly. Think about now. And so to answer the big question, how do you again? Trust that. How do you? How do you? You know, trust in the Lord. What it was? Uh, let's go back to the. How do you deny yourself to follow Jesus? How does denying oh, how, yourself? Yeah. How does denying yourself to follow Jesus lead to true joy, not dis or not contempt or discomfort or whatever you want to put? Discontent. The, first, it's sitting under to get that denying yourself you, again. You will only be able to deny yourself if you know the truth. Because why would you deny yourself? Yeah. Your flesh doesn't want to deny yourself. I don't want to deny my my flesh. No. Wants me. I want what I want now. Exactly. Our flesh is going to desire something. Again, it takes a heart change. It takes the spirit awaking our heart. It takes a, a, a experience with Christ and the spirit and God and the repenting of our sin. That kind of it's simultaneously it's like not one doesn't leave the other what that looks like is just kind of like like i don't want i want what he wants for me yeah because i know what he i think it takes you getting to a point of like realizing like what he wants for me is better yeah and in in but again you won't know that yeah without un- the word unless the word god romans therefore be transformed by the renewal of your mind so you know the will of god which is good perfect and pleasing you can only to stay away again we don't if, if the truth is not the true authority in your life your feelings will be yeah and so the only way you know true joy and the only way but again to get there jesus says if you come after me you have to deny yourself and the only way you're going to deny yourself is by reading the word by letting the truth help you to denying yourself because Again, you only deny something if it's bad. Yeah. Think about it. If someone brought you out, what, how do you like your steak? Uh, like medium. You like a medium? Halfway between medium, rare, medium sometimes. Okay. If someone brings medium. you a real, uh, a rare steak. I'm not eating that junk. What you going to do? What you going to do? I'm sending it back to the you're kitchen. Send it back and he's a cook. Very alone. nicely. I'm not you, like going to be like, ah. You're going to deny it, right? Yeah. If someone comes up and tries to sell you a fake iPhone, not a real one. Yeah. Oh, you're going to deny it. Yeah. Like know? like our like we were when we were getting our dunks. Exactly. We bought our dunks. We yes. Like, we we went through a lot of trouble making sure we were getting real dunks. You you know what you want. You know yeah. you 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 are going to yourself will lead the only way that you're going to deny something is if you know that it is, if it is, if it is bad, then you will deny. If it's not real, you'll deny it. If it so the only way that we will deny ourselves is if there is something that is higher than us, correcter than us, that's not even a word, truer than us, holier than us, that is going to tell us that we are bad. Yeah. Our, our desires, our heart is beyond deceitful. We won't deny ourselves if we think we are the best. Hence pride. 
Yeah. We won't deny ourselves if we think we're good. I'd say it again. Or, or that we're, we think we're doing good in the season we're in. Yes. I'm telling you, I, I saw it in a documentary. It stuck with me. There is, you know, when people say, why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. The only good person to ever exist was Jesus, yeah. and we put him on the cross. Like, everyone else is bad. Yeah. We are all in need. And the only thing, and that's why, again, when, when we are in Christ, that we may become the righteousness of God, that we may become righteous by Christ, not by what we can do. And so, again, the only way you deny yourself is if, again, you are sitting under the authority of God and his word that tells us we are not perfect. We are broken. We are sinners. Yet while we are still sinning, while we are still bad, Christ died for us. We are, we are disgusted in our hearts when we are born. Again, you don't teach a baby how to steal or bite someone. Yeah. But you probably what bit kids all the time. If I'm just assuming, Palmer, did you get bit by Koi when you're? He young? was an ankle biter, dude. I didn't even grow up with him when he was little, but I just know he got he, some chompers on him. You he an put ankle them biter. to work. No one teaches a kid that. You just inherently do that. And so, but again, it comes through sitting under the word of God. Um, you know that has to be the authority because that's going to tell you, hey, you need a heart change. Yeah, you need to because I think we talked about it the last the last one we did. We, we have a bad heart. Before in Christ, we have a bad heart. And we need a, a physician. That's why we yeah. call him the great physician. We need a, a new heart. We need something that changes our, our, our hearts. And so that's when Christ comes in and gives us a new heart. And in that, now, our, our minds are awakened. Our, our hearts are beating because they were dead. They were stoned. We're sitting under the authority of God. We're trusting in it, but we're learning to walk it out and obey it. We're practically putting it out there, you know. Then you start finding, okay, uh, I'm, I'm trusting in this. And I think new believers always sit that hit that high, you know. Of like, yeah, like you see, no disrespect, but like, I mean, I, I mean, I did it too. I'm sure you did it. When you first got saved, like you volunteered for everything. Oh, every single thing. Like if people are like, hey, I need help doing this. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes. You will sign up for everything. Yeah. Party with the pastors, go to the church, and then go eat lunch after the church, the pastor's house after church. You sign up with kids' ministry. You'll sign up with the youth ministry. Yeah. You'll start signing up. And I think it leads, I think it's from a good place of servants, like yeah. servicehood and being a servant of Christ. But it does not set people up, again, like we talked about last week, to rest. Yeah. But you get on this Jesus high, and you you try to do everything. Yeah, and then you realize you can't. You realize, yeah, and then, but again, it comes to sitting under the authority of God, sitting under the authority of His scriptures, and so, I th- in all of the high that you live in, when you first, that's why I tell people all the time, when you give your life to Jesus, the first thing you need to do is go tell somebody, tell somebody that you gave your life to Jesus, and because that is. There's you're professing a, it. Yeah, you're professing it, but you're also, it's a part to celebrate. You, you should, yeah. other people, in, in Luke 15, there was a party that was thrown. The, the, the heavens are celebrating. Of, uh, you're talking about a theme for Converge? What is it, Cole? You tell me what Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, because we're always celebrating what God is doing. Because in Luke 15, when new people come to find Christ, in those three different subjects that he talks about, there's a party that's thrown. Yeah. And so we should be celebrating when people are giving their life to Christ. And we should be anticipating celebrations yeah. because we know God's going to bring people. We know he's going to draw people. We know. And so we are out here just scattering the seeds, sharing the gospel. And we're just, 
assurance that there is somebody in here. It might be tonight. It might not be tonight. It might be next week. But we know that there are people in there that God is moving and pulling towards. But in that, I almost lost my train of thought. <laughs> in that moment, when we think about, okay, under the authority of God, we're all of this. You were, um, you're talking about when you give your life to Christ, the first thing you should do. Yeah, is go tell somebody. It. Yeah. Because that is the moment. Now, after that. Yeah, yeah. What I tell people all the time is get into God's word, go read John, and I want you to go mark every time that you see Jesus talking about getting away with the Father. Like, who? When well, you, I don't know if we talked about this last week. I mean, to cut you off, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I talked about it with someone else. I don't remember who I talked this about to. Yeah. But I don't know. I've just, just been thinking about it recently. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and I had never really heard anybody phrase it like this. It was, yeah. why do we as broken humans think that like, okay, so let me restart. I'm sorry. Jesus, you see over and over in scripture mm -hmm. took time. And we may have talked about this last week to rest, took time to rest. He would yeah. take time away. Yeah. He would, he would go away from the disciples. He would spend time with the father. Was this last week we talked about this? I don't know. Why do we as humans think that we don't, we just don't need to. It, it probably was last week uh, again, because we're always denying ourselves. We have to, or we're not denying ourselves. Like when we think we can do it, where it's the, again, the, the, the biggest enemy is going to be my inner me. We will, we will think again, if we do not have the word of God telling us what we truly are, we will think we're capable more than what God yeah. is trying to show us. We are not him. And even he rested. Yeah. Jesus models it. And so, but that is it. If, when you first, and he was a perfect being. Oh, he was God. But why? But but Jesus says, "Listen, I want to show you the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, and I want you to follow my way. And so that's why Jesus chose yeah. his rest. He knows that he didn't need to, but he chose to because he wants to be the way. He wants to show the way. Yeah. And so in that, I tell new believers, when you give your life to Jesus, after you tell somebody in that moment, hopefully, I mean, I always tell people, hey, if you give your life to Christ, come tell me. I go, go read the gospel of John because the purpose of the gospel of John, the reason it was written was, do you remember? I don't, I don't, we did John a while ago and I don't even, yeah. I don't remember the purpose of John. It's like in John 20, 21, it says the purpose of this book is so that you would believe in Christ himself and that Jesus did so many different miracles that not even books could contain all that he did. Yeah. So the purpose of John's gospel is the, for the purpose is so that he could give it out to these Greeks or whatever. So that they would believe in Jesus. That's why John is just full of miracles and his teachings. And like, that's why. So anyways. Crazy. So I, crazy. And we may cut this out. But I, before I forget, I just thought about this. I got saved at a sermon while you were preaching out of John. Oh, my God. That same year. That later yeah. that year. It was toward the end of that. That was August of that school year. Um, toward the end of the spring semester, I had been talking to several like pastor mentors about like feeling like called to ministry. Yeah. He like affirmed my call to ministry through this, through John as well. It was hey. the last book of John. I'm telling you, John is, John was good. Like the last chapter of John, I mean. And that would have been where he's talking yeah. about. Because like it had been a, and we'll cut this out because I just want to say it, it had been yeah, like, we don't, we don't cut it out. whatever. Um, like four, four or five different church, and I, me and Tom were church hopping at the time because yeah. we had just moved here trying to find a church. And uh, four or five different church services I have been to, both between here and home, were both like I felt like that's what he was telling me. Yeah. And I was I finally was like I was I was like I'm just gonna have to I gotta meet with somebody. So I called my buddy Corey. 
Yes. And I get to Corey's house and I tell Corey about like, it's like, man, I just feel like, like I've been, I've been, been doing ministry with Wayne. I've been doing youth group stuff. Like I just really, like, I love it. I enjoy it. Like, I think this is like what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not really like, at the time I wasn't super content with wanting to be a lawyer. Yeah. And, um, he was like, let me be honest with you. And I was like, yeah, he was like, I knew this is what you were coming here to talk about. That's awesome. And I was like, what? So next, that, that Sunday, same thing happens. So I'm, I'm feeling the same, get, get the same exact, taking notes like crazy. I was probably in the word more than I had ever been and still have ever been before. Yeah. The amount of time I was spending in the word today was crazy. And, um, cause I, I just didn't know what to do. And, um, that Monday got there and you talked on the end of John and didn't really touch on the, a lot on the shepherd, my flock. Yeah. And then got to the end of the sermon. I remember getting there that day and being like, and I'd been just praying and praying that the Lord would just like, like, give me a yes or no Lord. Because like, I don't know if this is like a, and um, got there that day and asked you what your topic for the sermon was. And I remember you telling me, and I remember walking away and being like, man, I'm not getting an answer out of this. Like, this is not related. And it was the end of the sermon, and you started praying. And randomly in that prayer, you started quoting the last few verses of John, saying like, and I just like, I don't know if it broke. I, like, I broke down. I remember sitting in my seat and just bawling. And I, after that, I was just like, wow, I guess that's, Dang. I guess that's it. Well, that, that would have been in your journey. That would have been like the a part of your heart going, okay, I want to serve more. But I think when you... Sorry. Sorry for the sidebar, guys. No, I mean, but that... That just randomly thought about that. He's in that... About John. Okay, now you know, okay, hey, I want to do, do, do ministry. There's going to be, again, it's this line of like, I got to deny myself because if I don't deny myself, then I'm going to make myself better than what I really am. And uh, it's going to fail. But thanks for saying that, man. Yeah, that was good. But where were we were talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I got way off topic, guys. Uh, but no, I think it's a good moment to like even think about. Like there are people out there thinking, well, you know, what are some of the, the, the things that should be ringing in my head if I'm thinking ministry? And I think God will affirm it. It, in- was, affir- it was affirmed to me through, through sermons I was attending. Yeah. Through my prayer life. Yeah. Through people that were around me because I know I had just spoken at, and it was like, it was all around the same time I shared at the GP thing, the big yes. thing. And I shared, and everyone's coming up to me like, man, you should consider going to seminary. And I'm like, wow. Like, hey, you should. You should. <laughs> just go to the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. RTS. So, but in this, okay, so uh, we've talked about uh, sitting in authority. I, I was saying, okay, yeah. First believer, I say go and read the Gospel of John because, again, yeah. its purpose is so you believe and it reveals so much truth about who Jesus is and all of what he did on this earth and all of this. And then, but I say go read it, and then I want you to read how many times did Jesus, what, what was he saying in his teachings? How many messages did he, he teach? You know, how many yeah. commands did he say? How many times did he retreat to be with the Father? Yeah. And, like, you'll begin to notice that Jesus is, again, it's teaching us, reproofing us, it's equipping us, it, it's showing us the way and the yeah. model of which, okay, like there are moments we need to be taught by God's word, we need to be reproved, we need to apply it, we need, we need to equip it to ourselves, but also we need to rest. If Jesus was resting, and so, but I tell people, okay, so you, you all sit on the word, but go read John, but for that, that model of, okay, how do I do this? And Jesus shows us the model of, well, how do we deny our flesh? Like, what is that even? So, cause we're talking about sitting on the word of God. That's the way that we have to start. You have to start there. If you don't start under the word of God, if the word of God isn't convicting you, reproofing you, 
teaching you, correcting you. You're not going to know how to deny yourself. But when you get into the convictions and you realize, oh my goodness, my heart is beyond deceitful, that I am, you know, that there are parts of me that I need a great physician to work on. There are yeah. holes in my life that I'm going to fill with other things. You, so you know that now. You're learning it. You're applying it. The, the reason, go read John because it'll help you learn and see how to live it out, how to apply it. You model and look at that. That's like basis. You start there. To, to truly walk in joy, it's where you start. And then it becomes a every day. We talked about not worrying about tomorrow. Got enough worries. You got to worry about today. Then it becomes a living every single day saying, okay, Lord, today, give me the word I need to know. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me substance. Give me how to sustain this. Um, when Kenny said last night, knowing who your enemy is. That's yourself. Partially, yeah, the biggest enemy is yeah. me. But who is speaking to that enemy? Yeah. The adversary. You know, he wants to. So a part of denying yourself is equipping your mind, training your mind, you know, equipping your heart, training your heart to one, be able to attack the adversary, to be able to. You know, you go read, we read through Matthew 4 last night, and it was, you know, going 10 truths through, you know, the wilderness. But it was showing how every time the enemy tried to kind of seduce Jesus or whatever, Jesus would turn back and quote scriptures, and he would remind him with truth. And so not just knowing the truth, being transformed by the truth, but letting that truth get deep down in, will be the only way that you can truly deny yourself. It's like, f for me, when I think about the biggest area that I have to deny myself to have true joy yeah. is in preaching. Yeah. That is the biggest area. Because if... I think you talked about that a little bit on Monday, too. If I walk up there expecting self-gratification from what I'm doing, yeah, I, I won't deny myself. I'll gratify my flesh. And I will take the glory, which meant if I'm if I'm trying to receive glory that's meant for God, and I'm trying to weigh that down, I'm gonna live in content. I'm not gonna have joy. It, it when it be you might have like fun, which might seem like a false joy. I kind of always think fun is false joy. Fun is false happiness. Yeah. Um, it might seem fun. It might seem good. It might seem great. But try that a couple more times. You're going to feel the weight of it. It's going to bear you down. And you're going to realize the whole time that I've been self-gratifying my flesh rather yeah. than denying it and saying I'm only here because of why, like how God is creating a story. I didn't do anything to get here. Yeah. I trust and obey God. Like my gift, I know that it's a gift. I'm not over here going, oh, this is, this is, look what Wayne can do. Look at, no, I'm saying, hey, I'm just using what God is giving me to just be a vocal piece for his gospel. And I don't want the attention of, you go back five years ago, maybe Wayne was, you know, pretty much, I was like, let me get on stage. I'm funny. Well, I mean, if you look at the gospels. Yeah. Like, like the apostles, it was never really about, even after Jesus's death, them writing the books and all, like there was no huge john hancock at the end of every book yeah written by john you know like by paul glorify me yeah um well and and uh, uh, that is again it's because 
denying ourselves and leading to true joy and not in contempt, it is when you realize, man, I am broken. Yeah. And he still chose to love me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, um, and I love that, the thing that you've used several times, the, the cross. Oh, the, yeah. The, what do you call that? Uh, it's the, oh gosh, the more I know about God's word and, you know, sanctification. I can't think of, there's a name for that graph. Yes. I can't think of what oh, it's called. Oh gosh. It's in our, we're, we're, we're using it in the youth right now. I love it. But it's the more I know about God and who he is, yeah. the more I know how like my sin and like, yeah. how, and then, and it, then the it, weight it, of the cross, it, it grows. Yeah, yeah. It makes the cross bigger. Yeah. Because we'll diminish the cross. Yeah. When we don't deny ourselves. Um, yeah, I think, that gr- I think when you like it, it, it shows you like for anyone who maybe hasn't seen it, like one edge of it, it's a big V and yeah. one edge of it is like realizing your brokenness mm-hmm. and then realizing how good God is. Yes. And like the more each of those grow. And there's like three crosses and then yeah. you realize the small part of the V there's a little cross and then there's a bigger cross. And it's yeah. like, as you grow in knowing the holiness and the goodness of God and God's word, then you will know the weight. Like you'll see, Oh, I realize how sinful I am. How, wow. The cross is so big. He's yeah. so good. Um, but I think again, kind of going back to this really good question that Anna Grace had, how, <laughs> Does denying yourself to follow Jesus lead to true joy, not contentment? Again, sitting in the authority of God, it helps transform your mind. It helps clarity. It helps give you the thought to know and to be able to really identify what is joy and what is fun. Because, mm-hmm. okay, then when you know and you trust and you obey and you live it out, you will find yourself um, being content tent in Christ mm-hmm. and you'll be content not contempt mm-hmm. you know you won't be upset or angry because you're like wow I'm trusting and obeying God even when you think you know what's best and you in your mind you're like oh I've seen this before I've done this before but then the spirit starts to move and you're yeah. like no oh we talked about an ax last semester Paul wanted to go to Rome. Yeah. And Paul had to deny himself to go to Rome. And he wanted to go to Rome. Acts 16. And he gets a vision of a man. And he's supposed to go, you know, minister to this man. And he, in, in his mind, he thinks what is good. And he wants to go. And his, his, himself, he had to deny it because the Spirit said no. And he had to obey. He had to trust. And he ends up going on this long journey, Macedonia, meets Lydia, and he, you know, they're gathering. There's not even a church in this town because not enough men want to go to church. I mean, come on. We're about to be back in that situation. Yeah. Come on, men. Get up and go to church. But um, meets this woman, then goes to the town, preaches, and then this, this slave girl who was possessed by a demon starts shouting down, these are the sermons, who are the one the most high, whatever. You know you know the sermon. Yeah. He goes through, and he, for the people that don't know out there. He, and then he gets put in jail, and then when he gets in jail, the jailer gets ready to kill yeah. himself. And then he's like, no, we're all here. And then you realize, oh my goodness, this is the guy, the dream. The one guy I've seen since I've been in this town. Exactly. And you're the guy in the dream and oh my goodness. And then we go to find out later on, this is where he ends up planting a yeah. church in Macedonia that impacts the whole world. You in Philippi, when you get Philippians. Yeah. So you see this whole journey all because he denied himself in each of those moments, you know, living in the okay i'm denying myself 
to make more for God. Yeah. And when you do that and you realize how much, and then it, once you get the word and you, you start living out practice and you start really trying to deny yourself, once you realize that, then you start to see what life in Christ truly looks like. And then you want more of it. Then you want more of it. And then guess what? Boom. That's when yeah. the fruit of joy is being going to grow. And then the pruning and then the grace comes in and then God prunes it. And he's like, yeah. I want to make more joy. I'm going to. And then when hard times come, when things, you know, don't seem to be going your way or whatever, you're walking in the true joy of Christ that isn't found in a circumstance, but it's yeah. found in him. And then you're like, Hey Lord, you know, I'm over here. I'm still living in joy. My life is full of it. I'm hurt. I'm in pain. I yeah. have surgery. You don't need, I'm not going, man, God, wh why am I having surgery in the middle of this time? Like, yeah. you know, I got, you know, trying to go to Atlanta. We got family stuff happening and all this. And I'm like, man, Lord, you know, yeah, because I know God's word and what he has for my life. And I know that Christ is in the center. And I'm asking every day, surrendering everything. Um, and I think, Kind of going back to what you were saying about like the more you want, like the more yeah. time you spend. It's a few minutes ago you were talking about the more time you spend in the Word, the more you want that. Yeah. And it's like, I think about that, and I think about like, for example, like music I used to listen to when yeah. I was in like high school. Like you think about like now. Yeah. Like when I listen to that music, it's just kind of like it's not really satisfying. Anymore. No. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. the more time you spend in the word, the more you realize like the things that God really wants yes. for you are much, much more mm -hmm. filling. Oh, you'll be able to discern. Um, yeah. This isn't true joy. Yeah. This isn't good for me. And, this and, isn't going to bring me peace. And going back to that as well, uh, I think there's importance not just in like reading the word and spending time in the word, but memorizing the word because you see in in uh, when the devil's tempted Matthew, when the devil is tempting yeah. Jesus – he tempts him using scripture. Yeah. So I think there's like, I cannot stress enough to like viewers how much importance there is in like, and memorizing, not just reading scripture, but meditating and memorizing scripture as well. Yeah. Because I mean, I personally have had circumstances. I've talked to you about this recently where people have tried to come up to me and like twist yeah. scripture. And I think being able to like memorize scripture and know like, Hey, this isn't, yeah, is super important as well. Yeah. And when you memorize it, it, it it will be ready yeah. for the day that you need it. Yeah. That's why you memorize it. You don't just memorize just to puff yourself up. No, you store it in your heart. When you think people who stored stuff for, you know, back in the day, why they store stuff? Because they knew famines were going to happen. Yeah. You know bad days are going to be I think ahead. you're talking you, about Monday, like like when anxiety and stuff, like, no, I'm fearfully and wonderfully mad. Yeah. You, you, there are going to be moments that are going to call you anxiety. Yeah. You're not going to run from that. You can't, you're yeah. not going to be able to avoid it. There's going to be hardships. Yeah. People are going to walk away in your life. People are going to pass away. People, they're going to be thinking, store up the word of God in your heart. That is a part of denying yourself. Again, obeying whatever. And part of it can be storing it up because yeah. when that happens, then you don't want to live in contempt because you're going to remind yourself of the truth. You're going to share it. You're going to tell your mind. You're going to tell people. And in that moment, you're going to glorify God because you're going to be standing in the midst of a storm and you're going to have peace and assurance that your God sits on the throne. Your God is the king. Our God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jesus' father, Angie's, they sit on the thrones, and we submit to them and their authority. And at the end of the day, denying yourself takes a work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You will not do it without God's word 
and the spirit uses the word of God to transform our minds and our hearts. And in that helps us deny ourselves so that we can live in true joy. Because again, if the authority of God is not the authority of your life, your feelings will be. And I'm sorry, Koi, but I don't want your feelings running your life. And I don't want my feelings leading my life. No. Be, and, it's, and we're men. Yeah. Did you catch that? No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to the ladies. No, and, I, and the ladies are the same. We don't want your feelings running your life. And just think about how many times your feelings change. Think about just how many times. Well, you know how many vehicles I've been through in the past six months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think in this, I hopefully we're. Um, What's our time look like, Palmer? How long have we yeah. been? 52. 52. We're coming up to the end of this episode, man. I hope we answered. Again, like we said last week. We're not Jonathan Pokaluda, okay? I think, I think Jake, we were a little more all over the place this time than we were last time. It's okay. We're refining, refreshing, and refining. You know, okay. we're gonna we're gonna get. It's gonna get great. Uh, trust me. You know, if he could use a pig, or if it, if he could use a donkey to speak, he can sure use it. I'm not gonna finish it, but he can. Uh, um, stick with us, guys. Yeah, stick with us. So bear with us. Bear with us. Be with us. Yeah. Hang out with us. Take a load off. Our load this week is, okay, how do we, that's a big one. What's Didn't our that, point for the week? The application? Yeah. Application. How to leave this? Yeah. How can we apply this? Oh, denying yourself? How do you apply denying yourself? Yeah. Oh, we just talked about it. I know. <laughs> First, <laughs> go sit in a quiet space and just pray. I do this all the time. I'll sit in a quiet space and I'll just pray and I'll just repent. Hey, what's your, uh, let's do this real quick. What's your, uh, if you had to suggest some someone like how to fit prayer into your day, what, what's your, what's your designated prayer time every day? Mine? Mine's in the shower. I pray in the shower. My designated prayer time yeah. is the moment I wake up. Yeah. Well, the first thing I do when I wake up is shower. Oh, uh, well, no, I'm saying before I even get out of my bed, okay, yeah. I'm praying. And a part of this goes for, because again, this doesn't make me holy thou art and saint like, you know. Yeah, I just know if I don't do it right, then you won't. My flesh is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm so ADHD, and so. Yeah. But also, part I can of, relate. But part of that is, is I wake up every day with the thankfulness of like I woke up today. Not yeah. that I go to bed every like night. Like we talked about last week. Like yeah, it, I, had the, I had breath in my lungs today. Yeah, I'm not going to bed afraid that I'm gonna die. I'm just. I wake up every day with a grateful heart that I I'm awake, yeah. and that there are people that didn't wake up today, and. I did. That is gratitude to God because he didn't have to. Yeah. He's he's moving and willing. He knows the end of the story. So for me, it is right when I wake up, and then it usually continues on. Um, I bless Lulu. She's Oh, she ate another Lulu Bible this is, week. She holy, bro. She ate she it. She blessed. The one that I used to she preach with. She consuming the word, bro. Listen, was a new, brand new she leather Bible. She ate preaching Bible? Yes, she ate. She ate it. Why did she like consuming it so Listen, much? I came home to Daniel. You're talking about a hunger for the word. I, that's what I did. I recorded a video. I'll post it. But it, I went up and I was like, this is not the hunger for the word I was talking about. Um, but yeah, praying in the morning. But the practical application is like, hey, finding a way, finding a place, sitting in now, and just start a, having a repentive heart. And this isn't you like, just like. I'm going to list out all the bad things yeah. I've done. This is like you going to say, oh, Lord, I am like being genuine with I'm him. Sorry. Yeah. And then say, okay, Lord, lead me into your word. Guide me through it. The counselor is here to help counsel you in God's word, helping you counsel in life. He is to walk with you. So, 
pick up John, read the book of John, go through first Timothy, go through James. If you're like, Hey, I struggle with anger. Oh my goodness. Find your way through James. If you're like, man, I need to help love more. Find your way through Philippians. Get into some of it. First John, get into some of these books, read the gospel of John and just let the Lord reveal truths to you. But I think there was a rabbit trail that we actually took that just came back to my mind earlier when I was talking about new believers and the thing I told them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A part of that I missed was I always told new believers, um, go look how many times Jesus goes and talks to the Father. When a baby is born and um, is learning, who do they learn from? The parents. Mom and dad. Yeah. Go learn from the Father. Yeah. He has shown us what his intention is through Christ. He's shown us his heart through Christ. He has shown us. He wants to teach us. The Father wants to show us. Like he's he's there. Go learn from the Father. Go learn. Go be. Don't. Learning to meditate through some app is great. for a great first step. But learn how to just sit in solitude with him. And I think in all of this, denying yourself to follow Jesus leads to true joy, not contempt. When yeah. you sit under the authority of God, you 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 learn it. You live it. You refine. Yeah, let it refine you. Obey it. Practice it. Live in today's grace, not tomorrow's. Like live in today and say, Lord, how are you refining me today? How are you pruning me today? How are you growing me today? What are you taking away from me today? Finding those moments, and then uh, finally finding people that are walking the same life. We are got. We got to be in community. If you are not in community, you need to get in community. You need to be in community. God created us in community and for community for a reason. He, we are not to do this life alone. We are first to be in community with him and then be in community with others. Love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, all your strength, and love thy neighbor as ourself. Community with Christ in God, community with others. And so denying yourself is only going to be possible if the spirit is working in you through the word of God, transforming your mind, transforming your heart. And in that you will realize the difference between fun and joy. And then you will find yourself not being led by your feelings, but led by the truth. And in that you will avoid contempt because you will only have a great and gratitude and a thankful heart towards Christ. And boom, that's how you deny yourself. So so application point this week, deny yourself, deny yourself. Be thinking throughout the next week too. Like what's an aspect of your life you need to deny yourself. of? Yes. Again, the word will, that's what I love about the living God. You don't just read it. It reads you. Yeah. The world, the word is good for teaching, reproofing, correcting and training and righteousness. That is what it's for. Let it be used for that. Yeah. To reveal to you, bring knowledge to you, bring ideas to you, show you your weak spots, help you get better. Like, let it do its purpose. But we think that we're good enough and we're already good, yeah, we're good. and that we're the best and that we have nothing about us that needs to be changed. But there are so many things God is continually sanctifying us through. But I'm telling you this week, get into God's word, dust it off. Don't just spend, like I challenged everybody this week. Don't just spend 15. Don't just, not just, I said get a start at 15. But yeah. if you've been, if you're a confessing believer and you've been with Jesus for the last five years at like minimum, you know, if that's what it is, get in it at the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or when you wake up in the middle of your day and when you go to bed. Yeah. Get in it. And you could stay in the same spot all day, but watch what God does. When you get into a healthy habit of reading and just abiding, 
and marinating and thinking on, but that's what we got to say. Imagine. I know time is running low, but getting God's word. Thank you, Anna Grace, for a challenging. That was a challenging one. I didn't have much to say on that one, but I think you did great. That one was, I, I didn't expect. We should have went with the, how do you know? <laughs> what was it? All right, maybe some. Uh, or how do you practice hospitality? That yeah. one was good. How do you practice hospitality as a young adult in college? That is a good one. That's I, a good one. How do you some upcoming maybe topics? Uh, how do you practice hospitality? Yeah. What was the other one that she said? I have to ask her. I don't remember. Yeah. Tell her to text them to you because that was good. How to know when the right move is the right move? Uh, how to heal properly? Yeah, we're gonna bring in some a therapist. Uh, anger, mad at yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you do when you're anger anger? when you're mad at yourself? How you yeah. work through that? All right. So yeah, but uh, well, where were we at, Palmer? Uh, straight flush at an hour. Let's go. You want to do P Dog's word? Oh, P Dog. What <laughs> P-Dog was? P Dog got a word. Ending. For us. If you've listened this not far, like a, not like a spiritual like word. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ended this far with the podcast, we'll have like a little thing. It's like, what was the word of the day? Um, and we'll know who who listened. So what we got, P Dog? What's the? So this is actually two words. This, it's that, a, this is an urban dictionary word. Oh yeah. god. <laughs> Something that Coy does quite often to me. Um, this thing, certain thing, is called a clutch oven. <laughs> so far in a car full of people crank the heat for maximum effectiveness Wait, it's called a what a clutch, clutch oven. oven you're in a car with people you fart and you, you the crank up. the heat up for maximum effectiveness <laughs> yeah and coy most of his vehicles they don't have ac so and it's, so you it's clutch a hot oven. box up in I there clutch, i'll roll the windows up bro because you know yeah. we got the jeep the jeep ain't got no ac Mm-mm. i'll be in there enough Roll my window up because they manual. Roll the windows. Up. <laughs> and so you know exactly. Roll yours down. <laughs> Dang. So clutch oven. I hope you guys. You didn't know. I didn't know what a clutch oven is. No. I didn't either until just now. So, but everybody, thanks for listening to episode number two. Uh, take a load off. Uh, if you got, you know, if you're listening on Spotify, there is a place where you can tell us some topics, give us some feedback right by. Uh, it's a little poll thing. If you're watching on YouTube, hit in the comic section. If you would share this with somebody, again, we're just trying to get the word out there, taking a load off. What we you, share it with your young adult groups. Yeah, share it with your young adult groups. Um, we're just having trying to have a good conversation. And then if you think there's anybody that we should interview, but I think the I think we need it for the next one. We need to organize a guest. Um, yeah. Or you know, if we can't, we'll try. But we need to have Master King Cobra. We need to go ahead and get. It. Yeah, can we'll, he wear his whole get up? Can he wear yes, his we'll, yes, yes, yes. So maybe that episode. We'll, we can we'll talk about that episode like Childlike Faith or something. Ooh, come on, somebody. So thanks for listening. It's your boy, Whale. Coy. And uh, P-Dog. Oh, and P-Dog. And we'll see you guys next week for episode number three. Peace.